have everybody's attention now. Here's the cover. Can he do it? Kick out of two. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Right, welcome to another episode of Kick Hours at Two. I'm Jay. I'm PK. And today we're going to be. There's no specific topic. It's no holds barred, no DQ, falls <laughs> count anywhere, whatever we want to talk about. By the way, bro. Yeah, we're going to just shoot the shit and talk about. Because that's how this started. Some cowboy shit. Yeah, this started because me and you just talked about whatever the fuck we wanted for three hours on a road trip and all we talked about was fucking wrestling so i we haven't done that in a little while and some shit's happened like in the like but if at the time of this recording wrestlemania 38 is just six days behind us um and i'm furious (laughs) (laughs) i've I've not even watched it i've i've I mean, you, I've not watched it, but you you know the the archetypal points that have happened, the, the things that have the bookmarks within it, as it were. So if I was to say to you, as I did before, but then it, we didn't go deeper, it, it's that bad. Yeah. A non wrestling fan that I work with told me what happened. There you go. It was that bad. That, Are we talking about the stunner? Well, just all the different <laughs> sections. Uh, yeah. The stunner heard around the world. Is I, I, that's the first thing I want to talk about? Is I was t- I was told by a non wrestling fan. Did you see Austin stunner Vince? And I was like, no, I don't want to watch Austin stunner and like an eighty year old Vince. And he went, oh mate, it's the worst. It, like it's the worst thing I've ever seen. And I was like, oh right, and shrugged it off as whatever. Went, no, no, he couldn't stunner him. And I went, I don't know what. What do you mean he couldn't stunner him? Like he wasn't allowed? Or I went, no, no, he tried. He couldn't get hold of him. I, was like, I don't know what you mean. But because, it, it's like but, trying mean, to get a, you know, eight-year-old man in a headlock. It's not. Mm, it, it shouldn't be done. But um, it should be easy to do. Well, not if he's trying to, you know. But Vince is like such a perfectionist. I don't get how the guy who's been stunned probably more than anyone on the roster right now, fucked up a, get being stunned. He should have just, you know, faked tearing his quads or something, you know, just anything just to get out of it. (laughs) It's just, if you've not watched it, it's really hard to watch. Don't watch it. Yeah, don't watch it. If you're a wrestling fan, don't watch it. It's, it's, I didn't understand what they meant by he couldn't stun him, but he can't. You can see Austin is laughing at the end of it, like going, what a piece of shit that was. And kind of Austin is kind of like, I don't care. I'm still going to this. Yeah, and I think Austin is still thinking like, out of the two of us, who looks stupid? You did. And again. I'm, uh, you, again. And I'm going to get paid. And I'm still going to go down as a fucking legend. Yeah. But it's still like... But that to me summed up... That to me sums up a lot of like fucking WrestleMania but stuff. I am really proud to see Mark Henry and Mae Young's kid oh, at yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> he sent me that, the giant fucking hand. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm, you know. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was was that yeah. in the Logan Paul? No, in the um, Jackass. Jackass. The, yeah, the, basically that match. From what I can tell, I, I haven't watched any of the matches. Just clips. I can, from what I could gather, it was like. <laughs> that's just. It's that bad that you... who wrestled him? I don't know who wrestled. It was Johnny Knoxville versus. I don't know who he wrestled because it was overshadowed by the fact that like Wee Man came out. They got the giant hand. Uh, I think they got someone else from Jackass to come out. Yeah. It just became like, I think Wee Man suplexed someone or body slammed someone. Yeah, I think because like I've seen it more through memes than I've. Yeah, I've seen, exactly. But is... I remember just looking at that lineup, going, "Oh, John Knoxville is going to wrestle." That's what I wanted to watch. No, no, it's not. Oh, oh. that's what you want. And the the showcase of the Immortals, Johnny Knoxville and Logan Paul. Although Logan Paul has apparently won a lot of people over by the fact. He can actually wrestle, no. but I even don't buy any of it. No. Well, I I mean I you can't deny if, if you can actually do three amigos and do it, you can wrestle. But what the point is, who wants to watch Logan Paul? Yeah, a Porsche I could probably do three amigos, <laughs> depending on the opponent. Which well, let's we man. Yeah. Yeah, Salmon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just. 
we, in case you don't get realize this, we don't watch modern WWE. Well, I don't. Do you sometimes watch it? I feel like every so often I speak to you, and you have mentioned you've watched a bit. I don't know why you do. It's like I don't know. It's like like returning to an abusive girlfriend. Yeah, because you think of the good times and like <laughs> you think, oh, it was really good, and then you go back, you just sort of dip your toe in the water and go, ah, no, no, oh, get away. No, it's not like it. that anymore. No, it's not. No. I can't get over the camera angles, man. You know when? Well, yeah, because we were watching the Cody segment before, and it just looked like, um, you know, like body cam footage where like someone's trying to break into it. Yeah, a house it's just like right up in his like, face, and then like. If this is if someone makes us a move, it zooms in and out like that, and it yeah. always knocks me nauseous. It's like I want to watch the match. The, you know, usually even with promos and stuff like that, they still usually have more of a wide camera than. I feel like that's that's a very nineties thing to do is to go up like that and dead yeah. close because they didn't have as advanced lenses, so make this kind of like cool curve. You know, like a load of like late 90s skate punk videos yeah, yeah, with these, yeah. the guys right up in the camera. It's just a fisheye lens. Isn't yeah, it? it's like, like a fisheye effect. Yeah. But they can't do the fisheye effect. But it's like no one told Vince to back the camera the fuck up. Yeah. And now we've got HD, like Super H4. So in fact, being 18, that close is, yeah. You can literally see every wrinkle and pore and the makeup line on his hair <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, you know, you can almost to like the week he bleached his hair. You know, you can see the tiny. Vince looks like... In HD, Vince looks like, you know, when you see the 10 worst waxworks around the world, he looks like one of them of himself. Like, it's. He looks like Gandhi's flip flop. <laughs> yeah, he just looks. Oh, he looks decrepit. Um, the, the, the pink roads in the room. Should we talk about that? Because I have really, like, a view on Cody going to WWE. I made you watch the promo yeah. afterwards because I didn't even know what your view was. I'd be interested to know without me showing my deck of cards. What's your view on A, him going, and B, then what happened of him going? Not the, So the idea of him going and then followed with the actual implementation of it. See, because I only started AEW about eight months ago. That's fine. The Cody think had his sort of hey, peak, hey. yeah, come down and then was on his way back up when you had more talent coming in, like Malachi Black and stuff like that. Yeah, and Braniel Danielson. Yeah, you because, but then by that point, I think he just, he, he got the mentally wanted. Yeah. So you don't, I don't but know. He was, he, I, I don't know if his, because the way he was treated in WWE, mm. he was just made a mockery of for years. But it, even though... Oh, pardon me. He had a really good run with the whole mask thing. Mm. I can't remember who it was with, but that was good. And then it went into Stardust, which could have been good. It could have been, but, but it, it wasn't. They played it so bad. Like, you know. Well, it's like they wanted to. I feel like when I've watched like documentaries and stuff about it, yeah. it is like they wanted to bury it like we were meant to bury it. You know, yeah. like... I, 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 I hate hearing this... They, they oh, did the same thing they did with Big Show. Yeah. Where they just kind of made a mockery of him. And mm. it's like, you've had such a hard worker for, for so many years who's like part of such a, a good family of wrestlers, you know, like mm. Dusty and, you know, like gold, like Dustin, like Goldust and stuff. And you just turned him into like... Well, this is right. So this is an interesting hour to go off on a little bit of a tangent. I have been listening to there's a podcast where the uh, the guy who plays Brother Love tells like loads of wrestling stories, and he swears down. Although I trust him about as much as a spin doctor, he swears down there is no such real thing as a rib, like in wrestling. Like he's like, no, it, Dusty Rhodes was given polka dots. Because Vince genuinely thought it was one of his ideas where he was like, I want him to stand out for, for all the right reasons. He needs an original costume, polka dots. He'll really polka dots. And they're like, why polka dots? He's like, we don't do polka dots. He'll be the only one with them. And he insists like, and his argument was, why would you spend X amount of money on a character or a wrestler 
as a sports entertainer, um, to only put them down because you're only hurting your own business. And I was listening going, this is almost a good argument. But then you see stuff and you're like, because exactly why do you do that? Because you clearly fucking do because you've got the money to do it and you've got the chip on your shoulder. Between genius and insanity. Yeah. A very, and he is like tethering on that line constantly. Vince or? Vince. Yeah. Because like, but I think for him, it's a win-win. Either way, he gets rid of someone he doesn't like. Yeah. Or it goes over that way. Like well. Goldust. Goldust is a perfect example of yeah. it. He, he, meant, he meant to kind of rib him. Yeah. And you know what? He took the character, ran with it, yeah. and made it work. So either way, Vince has won. He yeah. either gets rid of someone who's shit or makes them a star. Or he takes care of someone. He gets someone out of the business that he doesn't want any other promoter to get any good yeah. work out so, of. Because it's like ruining their good name. I don't know what I can do with you. But if I get rid of you and make it so you can't work for anyone else, that's less competition for me. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, he's done that in the past with other wrestlers. And, yeah, Cody is one of them. But, right. So Cody's been one of them. Treated like shit. Gave him the Stardust character. Leaves. Goes. Does the indie circuit for a little bit. Then forms and helps birth AEW. Yeah. Gets to the point where, like, he's, like, one of the top drawers. And he's okay. There's by the end of his run, there's mixed reactions because let's be honest, the crowd want him to turn heel. He's refusing to turn heel, and then he leaves, and then he goes back to WWE. How did you feel about that? Was it the right call? I don't know yet. It's well too early to to say. I think I don't think it is. No, sorry. I this is where I get annoyed. I don't think it, it depends is. Depends what happens now. Yeah, but it's always going to be what happens now. I this is what I said. No, I went, no, the, like... the, the, the whole point of him coming out was a great moment. That WrestleMania yeah. moment is a very good moment. And coming out, Seth Rollins, great match, beats him. It's immediately once it's done, it's in the past, and now they've got to deal with him. But WWE, see the thing with AEW is it, it's more sort of let to to do it like is in like everything progresses more naturally and, and slowly. Kenny Omega uh, likes that about uh, either slowly naturally or. It feels like the wrestlers have a lot more control over how their characters are mm. and stuff like that. Where WWE can drop storylines immediately mm. without even it making sense. Yeah. And there's that much going on and they've got that many stories here and there that you don't even realise. And I just hope that doesn't happen with Cody. Well, this is right. He just goes back down to mid card or even like within a year. I know, because what here's how I look at it, right? He either... There's two roads, no pun intended. There's two roads he can take. Is he, he at a crossroads? Is he at a crossroads? <laughs> he either becomes the champion or he doesn't, right? If he doesn't become <laughs> the champion... That's every wrestler. Right, okay, yeah, but hear me out on this. So if he doesn't become the champion, what a waste of a fucking whole move and a whole segment. And he's... And yeah. If he does become the champion... Why has he become the champion? Is it deserved? Or is it Vince going... Well, there you go. Then, is me, it then. Vince going, I'm going to make you the champion, not because you deserve it, not because you're worth, you're one of the best wrestlers, but to stick it to AEW. And then it's not really a deserved title. It's not... But exactly, it, that's what I mean by the whole moving. It's like... it. It's, it's like saying, having your job, a job you don't like, but you get paid well. Mm-hmm. Going finding a really awesome job and then going, I used to just rather I, I kind of need the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going yeah. back to it, even though I get treated like shit, but the money's better. What I just don't get as well is like I think if he hadn't have made AEW, I'd get it. It's like I want a raise, give me a raise. Yeah, it, no, if you okay, it. I'm gonna go make myself worth that, and then it's like going off and getting a degree, going off and get making it, you know. Going to university, but getting a master's, getting a PhD, coming back, going now you I'm worth this much, you know, yeah, you're right, kid, you've gone I, and done I, the work. I think But he would have made his own fucking wrestling if, company. If if he didn't do AEW and say if he went to New Japan, yeah, or Ring of Honor and then I don't like the term, but like say mastered his craft more mm. and built up more of a character that way, I don't think it would I don't think when anyone would have noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been just what you did. Yeah, yeah. But he just, just because he's so in the show, in the spotlight, and he also made a big deal of taking the piss out of WWF, like the whole smashing the Triple H chair. Yeah, and well, the... that's what I mean. I think 
it it just it surprised me that he seemed so against WWE after what they did to him. Yeah. To then go back, I just I was a bit more confused. Not like oh he deserves. I wasn't I wasn't behind him moving. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I felt that like. I Wait, I I, I thought this was a big work. I thought he was going to come back at like whatever the next AEW pay per view is in May. I thought it was going to be like he shows up like he did at WrestleMania. He's back and everyone will go. He get the biggest pop and it'd be the, it'd still be the big reaction, the big mixture. But he's made. He's everyone's missed him now and now everyone's all in. What would be more funny if he just did WrestleMania? And then yeah, just like, like Forbidden Door shit. Yeah, yeah just, I, would just have, I would have accepted that. I don't think Vince would, would uh, for one second, let him do it. But come back, do that, and then be like... <laughs> and then go back to it AEW. It just reminds me, right? Because this is the other bit that annoyed me. The little storyline they're doing is that he's saying, oh, it was always my, you know, my dream to put the belt in my dad's hand. And his dad's obviously the American dream. Um, but that dream is... And it's the words he says, he goes, that dream died... I read into that in two statements. That dream died as if in my ability to do that. And literally, that dream died. That man died, right? The dream died. The, yeah. yeah. He goes, but I can still do it. And I was like, no, hold on. Why Why would you want to do this? Why would you want to win the belt for a ma- of, of the company? Um, for, for, for a company that screwed your dad and wouldn't let you do it when he was alive? Your dream, you just told me, your dream is to put the belt in your dad's hand. That company literally stole that dream from you. They literally helped kill that dream. Because... That's what I mean. That's why I don't... So why are you going back and helping them? It's just... It's the most bizarre move. I can't wrap my head around it other than money. I can't. That's it. That's the only... It's uh, money. To me, that's... But there's a much more legendary route. If he'd stuck at AEW, he could have been this amazing 50-50 he heel. He was respected more there, and it didn't matter what he did. Like, everyone enjoyed... Yeah. Like, that you, last you match... won't see the same matches... You, the... You'll get. You won't uh, see the same matches in WWE, WWE as you did in AEW with Cody. It'll be different. It'll be more PG. It'll be, yeah, more family friendly. Yeah, I don't know. It just, I just, I you know, I hope it goes well for him. Hmm. But I just feel like it's kind of. Oh. Although I did see someone put up a very good thing where it was like that meme of that guy going, I'll trade you this, you give me this. And it's the list of all the wrestlers WWE oh, have yeah, lost. Yeah, and yeah. then you get Cody Rhodes. I was like, yeah. you know what? Why is anyone really complaining here? Yeah. It's one guy. Yeah. When they've got... I mean, it's one thing I like about AEW, people say, oh, get lost in the shuffle. But I disagree. I think people are too busy remembering where wrestlers were working like 280, 200 days a year. Always going to be the Vince going, oh, you've got to be always in the limelight. And I'm currently watching... In case you haven't got this, I feel like Chris Jericho repeating that they have square uh, poles up the side of it. Uh, oh my god, yeah, I'm sick of hearing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm Chris Jericho repeating that that statement. I am watching WWE, and one thing I've noticed in rewatching it for the 2000s is literally every Raw or SmackDown, it's kind of the same three matches. You get Rock versus Triple H in some way. You get too cool versus the radicals in some way and there's someone else there's some other two that are really rivaling and and and, and fighting off for each other at the moment but it's just different combinations each yeah. time and it's oh yeah it's the dx it's fucking new age outlaws and some other tag team yeah but it's it's constant and there's no talk about lost in the shuffle. There's you don't see any of the other wrestlers at all. Well, I think AEW goes like right this week will be all about you guys, but then this week will be about you guys, and we're gonna slowly build up your story. And when your story's done, you get to go on holiday, get a break. Unless you want to stay in the limelight more, but we're gonna give you and then we'll give you the chance to come back. There's people already complain about Keith Lee's in the background, but I think Keith Lee just wants to earn his stripes over there. No, yeah, no, the, he's. You know, he's done a couple of job matches to say hello. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he, now he's, like, in... Well, he's in, he was in one of the events of the last pay-per-view. Well, yeah, in, straight and, in there. And, and, and now he's he's in a rivalry with... Um, Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, Powerhouse Hobbs and um, Ricky Starks. Yeah, which... that was For those watching on camera, that's my Ricky Starks impression. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or did you think I was doing a really shit Keith Lee? I couldn't tell. I couldn't. It, it is a mixture of the both. They are similar. He does that and he does that. So yeah. Yeah, it is just it, just that one hand thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I've, I I like how AEW mixes it up. I don't know what I'm gonna see. See what I like about AEW is you get your say like uh, Darby Allen and Butcher and the Blade, hmm. like a 20 minute match to open it. Yeah. And you don't get that in WWE. It's like it literally starts crap, slightly better, slightly better finish. Oh well, that we've watched the Cody Rhodes promo, which we were yeah. just talking about. That was ten minutes long. That segment, yeah, at least we didn't even include his intro. Yeah, that was the first thing that happened on Raw. So the first fifteen minutes of Raw was that no wrestling. Yeah. It's not nineteen ninety eight. It's not nineteen ninety nine anymore. We want to see a fucking match. Yeah, where AEW is. A two-hour show and an hour show, and you just get decent, good matches. You know Eve, I mean? Eve calls um, Rampage the little bitch show yeah. because she, it's too short for her. She's like, it needs to be two hours like Dynamite. No, I see. I disagree. I think it's the fastest hour in wrestling, and I fucking love it. Yeah, but it it, it really depends what matches are on for me because if I'm not interested, I just won't watch it. Yeah. And I'm perfectly happy with that because I've not missed anything. I'll flick through it. I'll, you know, I'll, tr- I'll, I'm trying to be a bit more sort of open-minded. Open-minded in terms of now we're doing this and talking about it more and stuff like that. Mm. I'm trying to, you know, a bit, yeah, be more open-minded by it and get into more wrestlers instead of just watching the people I like. And, <laughs> you know, like oh. more people are surprising me when I actually watch them. So you're being like one of those fucking those normies who used to watch it. The attitude era back in the late nineties, who just only knew Stone Cold and The Rock. <laughs> You're not getting into any of the deep AEW lore. Yeah, no, no, I'm only watching WrestleMania once a year. Do you know that? Speaking of like getting lost in the shuffle, you know, obviously Brian Cage just like disappeared from mm. AEW, and everyone was like, he'll be the first one to leave and come out and be like, give a like bad record of oh, yeah, I was treated like shit. You know, he 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 renewed his contract. Really? Yeah, he's renewed his contract, and everyone's like. Okay, didn't see that coming, and he's still not been on telly since like August of last year. They're paying him, yeah, and he's happy to take the pay. I don't know what they're planning with him, but he's not even been on dark matches. He's no, he's not been on. He's not been on anything since about ever since he lost that match against um, Ricky Starks for the FTW, um, and then he comes back. He has that reaction where Ricky Starks celebrates. He comes out, they get in a little bit of scuffle, and then they tell him to fuck off. He has fucked off, but. Everyone thought they don't know what to do yeah. with him, and they're just going to get rid of him. No, they've they've renewed his contract, but still haven't seen. I like Brian Cage as well. I I, I just think he's like this big Hulk of a man who can do again. He's a bit, it's just mad what he can do. But yeah, there's loads of there's loads of wrestlers like that where people think that they're not happy, but they fucking are. They love it over there. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I said, yeah, I just feel that. Like Tony Khan to Vince McMahon, Tony Khan's just like, "Yep, yeah, you you know what you're doing." Yeah, I trust you. <laughs> yeah, here's some money. You do what you need to do. You, like, you know what you never hear. You never see the headline. Tony Khan last minute changes outcome of match because that's all you see about Vince. Vince just literally last minute before they go live. I hate this. Let's change it. I think as it's not a very nice thing to say. Once Vince passes, mm. I think WWE will end change direction I don't know what direction I think it'll be different and I would like to see what happens will it or has it got shareholders that are so powerful that maybe that's why Vince pulls in all these weird ass directions I think it's never going to be as free as yeah as free as AEW but I just like I said it'll be different Mm. I'm I'm sure it'll just go down a different route once he passes because he just micromanages everything. Well, I'm in- to the point of what they can say, what they can wear. Like I, I was reading the other day that CM Punk lost the title to Undertaker in the Hell in a Cell match that lasted seven minutes because he questioned uh, the ward like they only allowed a certain wardrobe attire, mm. but John Cena's uh, jorts. Mm-hmm. he questioned them and they weren't happy about it so he had his title taken off him yeah fucking punk had the worst 
like he can hit the stories punk tells it sounds like mm-hmm. fucking horrible what yeah. they did to him they also didn't capitalize on like the summer of punk at all and it was almost like they went oh this is working for us okay we've got enough uh we've got enough publicity out this bury him yeah even though they did give him the longest run but that's you know six and two threes um what else was going to talk about aw on the whole just been lovely to watch. oh ring of honor got bought by yeah. Tony Khan, and I'm going to start watching Ring of Honor because I've been told I should. Yeah. And uh, this opened up with a pay per view, a three hour long pay per view. At the time of recording, I haven't watched it, but I've been told it was, that out, it was very good. Apparently. Well, I was watching bits of Ring of Honor because I knew some of the wrestlers from Ring of Honor were moving to AEW. Yeah. Like, um, yes. Dan, ha- I just did. So for those listening, I just have Dan Housen. Pose, by the way, that's why. Uh, Danhausen and uh, Brody King as well. Yeah, I I got I started then watching some. Uh, uh, Samoa Joe's just landed. Yeah, yeah, he's landed as well. But yeah, I've been watching quite a lot of Brody King. There was a there's a really good match. Uh, what is it now? Um, PWG, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, of Brody, there's one with Brody King and Walter, and one of Brody King and Jungle Boy. And they're both awesome matches. <laughs> like they just they start doing like a slaps competition. Like oh, Walter with Walter, Bro- yeah, Walter and Brody are both <sighs> big guys. Oh, Walter's Walter's got the hands that's the son of May Young and <laughs> fucking Mark Henry. <laughs> that is Walter. Yeah. It's fucking Walter. That <laughs> fucking slap man. Oh, yeah. oh no, no. Well, when they were doing the uh, the UK ones. Like you, you could hear the reverberations of <laughs> the, the slap across the UK. There was a big hoo ha, wasn't there? Because he's they changed his name to Gunther. They changed his name to Gunther, but I think he had a, a second name, and then there was a kick off because he's been named after a German soldier who ran like a Nazi warship. Oh God! Um, did you not see what's his name? I don't know these wrestlers because I'm not into WWE. But that guy, what was the name of that guy who? They introduced fucking Seamus when ah, but you you, you might Dunn. his nickname. What was it? He Pete Dunn. But you might know him as Butch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Butch. And then again, I don't know if it's because the camera being so close on him, he did, it made the hat look smaller yeah. than it probably was. It just looked like a man who's been forced to dress as a child, dressed as a. I don't know, a second world war. But the thing is, like, <laughs> he was the UK, the, the NXT UK champion for like a, over a year. Like, it wasn't like he's just a nobody that has just like been. Well, Sheamus isn't a nobody. Why have they gone down this Peaky Blinders route with a bunch of wrestlers? To be fair, though, the only very, very loose connection is the fact that Pete Dunne's from Birmingham. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sheamus is from Ireland, Pete Dunne's from Birmingham. Who's the other guy? I don't even know the other guy. I'll be but honest, I don't even it's know. It's so painful to watch. Like I've watched it multiple times, and each time I'm fairly, fairly it's certain. It's just that second I can of see down where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you can't tell if he's being a character. Yeah. Or if he's or just genuinely pissed off. That that I've got a dress. He's like literally this. turned up and gone. Right. Here you go. You're a Shelby now. Yeah. Oh, again, listening to um, what's his name, but Brother Love, he insists that back in the day, back in the early night, oh, watch the mic, back in the early nineties, drop, um, that the gimmicks were handed out not by like you come in and they finally write gimmick for you, that they had a box of gimmicks and they literally just before you walked in, so you had a meeting. You're the four o'clock. I'm the four thirty. The other four o'clock, before you walk in, they reach into the box of gimmicks that Vince has come up with. Six o'clock, aren't you? Yeah, and they pull out, and it's Mister Perfect. So you walk in, and they go, ah. So for you, I've been thinking, uh, the Mister Perfect role. You can be Mister Perfect, and then they give it to you, even though he's not really thought about Kurt Henning actually being Mister Perfect. There was rumor that Pat Pattinson really pushed it, but. Brother Love insists that it was literally just look at the draw. Meanwhile, the person who came in the meeting after, <laughs> you're going to be the Red Rooster. <laughs> you know, it's like, what the fuck? Why, why are you not just actually sitting down with people going, let's Charles Wright just goes, Papa Shank, are you kidding yeah. me? 
voodoo doctor are you kidding me <laughs> but it is mad but it feels like they just did it again like oh you're gonna come over from NXT you're gonna be oh you got Butch now it's this like, one this got just... lost in the shuffle because we've only got two of them we've been looking for this one before it fell down the couch we just like oh. he's got a character he's yeah why well, if you got time, watch. It's Pete Dunn versus Tyler Bates. Right. It's the uh, NXT NXT UK when that started a few years ago, and it's just brilliant wrestling matches, just straight up awesome. And going back to you're talking about Ring of getting into Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. There's uh, our favorite Brian Danielson, Bramuel, 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 Brambleson. Pardon me, uh, Cesaro. Oh right. When he was in Ring of Honor. Not under Cesaro. Can't remember his actual name. I, I've seen. I've seen he did have another name. I can't remember what it was either. That match, absolutely flawless. Ten out of ten. As, as, yeah, just as a straight up grappling wrestling match, is is brilliant. I've never seen Cesaro wrestle. I've never ever watched this. Uh, all I've seen is interviews with him, but I've uh, never seen him wrestle. Another a WWE guy that um, they've got rid of. He's gone. Yeah, but he he was at, he was. He'll probably come over. He'll come over to AEW this year. Or Ring of Honor. Because he was crap on the mic, uh, then they couldn't get a character for him. It just... Bury him. They just bury him. Like, you know, Ring of Honor, he was just a good wrestler, and that spoke for itself. No, I'm I'm looking forward to just a bit this Ring of Honor, the Tony Khan Mm. reboot, as it were, because I've I've heard a lot of good from it, Mm. a lot of good. Speaking of good wrestling, and to make it sound so we're not just two old men, whining about the good old days we went to see some good wrestling we did indeed we went to tnt in yeah. liverpool yeah uh we the option was either record a podcast or go watch wrestling so of course we picked watch what, wrestling of yeah. course um we went to watch it's extreme wrestling and we saw some matches where i mean i'm not i can't remember everyone's names so big fucking Joe. Well, I remember Big Fucking Joe because I bought a Big Fucking Joe T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Big Fucking Joe won. It was. I, uh, I got his pin badge. You got his pin badge. Yeah, it was yeah. a King of the Deathmatch tournament. Yeah, King of the Deathmatch tournament. Um, he won. Yeah. Um. No, no, no. Didn't he win? He oh, got no, to the he final. Didn't... He got to the final. Yeah. Um. um the other God, final. I've had life for me to remember fucking... his name. No, I can't remember his name. Um. I know his theme music was "Box Full of Sharp Objects" by the Used. Oh, what's his name? No, it's not. There was there was another fella who I thought looked like, you know, the guy with the fucking mad goggles and the big hair. I loved him, but I can never. Oh, Cameron Solis. Solas. Solas. Yeah. So Cameron Solas, check him out. Yeah. It was a very. Was actually did he fight Big Joe? Was that one of the rounds? I think so. Yeah. Because that was that was the best match of the night. Yeah. Because they got out into the crowd. Um, they were smashing shit over each other. They were getting the crowd to ho- like. Big Joe would t- tell them to hold Solus in place so he could smash a glass over his head. Uh, Solus did a fucking backwards moon salt off the fucking bar. Off the bar, yeah. And yeah. like cracked a lamp on the way. Like he hit the roof as he did it because it was a very low roof venue. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then they're walking past the dripping with blood, and it was just very good. And yeah, a really entertaining night. So I'd always recommend if you get a chance to go to TNT Wrestling in Liverpool or yeah, in TNT your area. Extreme, extreme yeah, Wrestling. Extreme. But yeah, they were supposed to have a Alex Colon. Colon? Yeah. Colon? Colon. 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 <laughs> Alex Colon from, uh, from Game Changer. Uh, Lick my colon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, saw, I, I was thinking, right, that's not his name. I said it anyway. We got to see... Um, the moth, what was it? She called them the the session moth Martina. Session moth Martina. Yeah, she had a good match with yeah. a guy who was about seven foot tall. Yeah, and she still she took a batter in and battered him as well. It and wasn't. She, yeah, a, I thought it might have been a bit of a squash match. Yeah, but it wasn't like it was a it was a good match. And then she's been on her AEW dark since yeah. as well, which yeah. has been like well made up for her because she was a lovely person. Did, yeah, did she? Have you seen the match? On AEW? Yeah. No. Oh, she lost. So I, oh, right. I just wanted to know if she used uh, the, the... The music. Theme. Yeah. I think she uses... I've, I've watched a few... I've, I tried to find her entrance to show someone. And she... Dance no, she has... A, I think she has a different song each time. Different dance song. But from a dance song that's appropriate to that area. 
So, like, if she was to be in Wigan, yeah. she'd do, like, a Wigan Pier party song. Oh, fair enough. Whereas fair if point. she went... I think she was in... I don't know where she was in AEW, but when I watched, like, of her in America, she found... If it was in Florida, I think, and it was, like, Flo Rider, and it was, like, this mad song. Oh, She right, goes yeah. with something big, like, chavvy yeah, in that yeah. area, and it... And so everyone pops when she comes out and goes, yeah. oh, and gets the idea of who yeah, they're dealing yeah. with. Yeah, so, she's, yeah. She's entertaining. She's funny. Um, but yeah, we watched that, and then TNT also set up another nice night for us. Yeah, uh, we, along with Top Rope Brewery. <laughs> it sounded like it was personal. Yeah, <laughs> they personally set it up for us. Um, we got to meet uh, Scotty Too High. Yeah, and listen to his stories. Yeah, which were fucking great, by yeah. the way. And like, I am tempted to do another one with D'Lo Brown. Yeah, I'm not bothered about D'Lo Brown, but I am no. tempted because the reason that there was such a a peek behind the curtain by stuff that Scotty said. I, yeah. I can see more of coming out yeah. in D-Lo. Like, I, I, I missed a lot of D-Lo stuff. Like, he was, again, because of the time period he was in, mm. you had to kind of be into them to, like, follow them, if that makes sense. Because yeah. there was so much else going on. Yeah. He was kind of like, you know, Nation of Domination and stuff like that. There was and no internet as well. You can't yeah, just follow yeah. and like if, his page he, and get he, updates. That's a good point. Like, you, you had to follow him, yeah. you know, episodically to, to understand what he was doing. So if you didn't focus on him, you know... You, 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 you lost know, him. You don't know, yeah. Yeah. He, he just... He was a good wrestler, but for me, I just don't... It would be... A bit, I mean, it'd be a bit dark because it was him who uh, essentially accidentally uh, broke Droz's neck. Yes. So I imagine he'll probably talk about that, which um, Droz has always blamed himself for that as well, by the way. Yeah, he... he they got the moves confused. Well, apparently, uh, I've been watching something else about that, that his uh, T-shirt was too baggy. Droz's? Yeah. Right. And he went to grip and lost his grip. And, and fell back. And went back, yeah, so... I don't even remember Draws wearing shirts in matches. He usually yeah. went topless. That's a bit weird. I thought he wore like sort of a netted. No. Oh, he did. No, he did. He, he had a netted top as well. Top. And you yeah, just see all them fucking got... tribalist tattoos. Yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. Like I think he was wearing that, and it slipped. He fell back. Wardrobe malfunctioning. Well, fucking hell of a wardrobe malfunction. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but Scotty told like the most interesting thing is Scotty said, which I never even considered. Why? If you get a chance to see him do a, any kind of spoken word. He's never done one before. This was the first time he's ever done one. It was like it was natural to him. Yeah. Um. He said some interesting stuff. Like, it's like he knew what questions to ask himself and what people wanted to hear. Rikishi turning heel. That was the most interesting part of the night mm-hmm. because I didn't even think about Rikishi turning heel, how it would have, how it affected him. And when he said, we didn't know until it happened... Like, the night they were doing it, like, oh, it's going to be Rikishi. And I go, what? Like, what a way... Like, it wasn't just a waste of... So- that entire storyline was a waste of so many good characters. Yeah. Rock goes heel when he's one of the most popular characters, just to give Austin, make Austin the good guy. When, again, we've talked about... There was no clear good guy and bad guy sometimes, so why do that? Rikishi turns heel when he's part of the most popular trio, like, of that era... Of, it's like I say, and then you lose nowadays. It would be turning heel from New Day. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, it's just that sort of really bizarre. Just yeah. like it made no sense. And then yeah, it affected Grandmaster Sexy and Scotty Too Hotty because it, they were a power trio. They they all needed each other to kind of bring them up. And without Rikishi, they became kind of like a little bit sidelined because yeah. Rikishi became the main one that the story was about. And then, oh, they're not with Rikishi anymore. And it's funny to watch the fat man dance with the guys who think they're cool. But now yeah. it's just the guys who think they're cool dancing. It's back to that circle we were, we're talking, talking about, about yeah. in the last episode. Oxygen, f- spark, fuel. More sort of, it's that sort of... Alignment of the Taking planets. the piss. That, is it taking the piss or is it that now cool? It, it's now... Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's so overlapping that you don't even know. But then by making him serious, it ruins that entire shtick. And yeah. it was just like, when he when he spoke about that and was going, I, we didn't even know it was happening, my mind blew. I was like, of course, of course he didn't know it was happening. Of course the fucking pricks didn't tell you. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm going to wreck your whole career right now yeah. for the sake of a storyline which never goes anywhere. 
Which will be, uh, you know, yesterday's news. And, yeah. You know. I listened to a really interesting podcast about that, who they went, because it'd be interesting, because you remember that entire run. Who would you have had, who, you know, in the case of who shot JR, who would you have had have knocked down Steve Austin? From that era. Oh, God knows. For it to make sense. Because this podcast came with a really good, like, uh, nomination. I went, you know what? It did make sense at the time. And it would have been better. All my head is just going Maggie from The Simpsons. The episode, <laughs> the episode I, where... I really uh, to say May Young. <laughs> no, no. You know where... Uh, the, yeah, the who shot episode, Mr. Burns. Yeah, who shot yeah. Mr. Burns. The same thing. Mm. Uh, honestly, I don't... It's all a bit fuzzy, that now. To right. perfectly recall and... Yeah, yeah, give, yeah. give a full opinion on it, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna pass on that one. They came up with Kurt Angle. All right, yeah. That what they said. The reason they would have picked him was he comes in around the time just before Austin gets hit, so the timeline matches, and then it makes sense he gets rid of Austin because it's Kurt Angle and he just wants to make his way slowly to the top to get the gold. It makes complete and utter, utter, and he make and he does it at a time when there's other people in heat with Austin, so it looks like it's them and they're investigated. Mm-hmm. It would have made complete sense for Kurt Angle. Wouldn't have affected his character. Would have elevated him a bit. No, Rikishi for the Rock, which I think they even retconned and said the Rock didn't know about it. In the end, they retconned it a few weeks later yeah. and went the Rock. We know we said the Rock knew he didn't know. Then what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> it's just bizarre. Um, I'm trying to th- think. What have you been? Have you been any matches you've watched recently? Were uh, I've just been really enjoying House of Black. To be honest, they are the fucking fact, good. Uh, Buddy Matthews has come in, and um, yeah, just I I just love um, Malachi Black. Bro- well, no, Brody King's mm. uh, Tiger Driver, uh, Tiger. Drive, you know the the, the power bomb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, what do you know? It's like a power driver, but starts on the top, and mm. how high he jumps to then do the power driver. Mm. It just looks like it's gonna shatter anybody. It's uh, yeah, it's just really. Interesting. I like watching Brody King fucking cannonball. Yeah, like that is a it's huge like body Owens, of weight. You know, it's like the same kind of like. Is Brody King's just released a documentary on YouTube? That's really good. Uh, it's about fifteen minutes long. Well, yeah, just search it, just watch it, and it's like you watch it and think, oh, damn. Yeah, he's worked hard for it. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's in a band as well. Is Pretty he? Cool. God Tate. Not like all. God Tate. That's a good name for band. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, straight up hardcore band. He just looks scary as hell. He's a front man. So, yeah, just big tattooed hardcore yeah. dude just screaming at people, yeah. I'm always annoyed that I really like Malachi Black's music. I think it's the songs either by or the song is called Ogden Trust yep. or something like that. But when I find it on Spotify, it's a 10 minute long song and it's like eight minutes of intro and atmosphere. It's like, no, I want to just kick in when the it, fucking entrance kicks in. And and that is, oh, I was just watching an interview about it. It's something to do with his eye. I love that makeup. Yeah, but that's that, my next cosplay, even, by the way. I'm definitely going to be Malachi Black. His theme song is related to, to the eye makeup. The eye makeup and the the whole story, the whole backstory. I can't quite remember exactly what or where it is, but everything is that on any kind of documentary where people can find that out. Just R- on YouTube, just just uh... fact to Google Malachi's eye. Uh, just it's just a recent interview, like a few weeks, a few weeks ago. Right. Okay. Uh, the barstool wrestling or something like that. Okay. From his barstool something. Not a big fan of the other barstool stuff. It's not great, but this bit is really interesting because the guy's done his research and starts talking to him, and he's really impressed with it. So okay. it's a it's a good interview. So no, no, I have been liking House of Black. House of Black, actually, is a little. Part of me, but I feel like they're jumping about a bit, and they 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 need a bit of like. I liked it when Malachi had Cody in his sights. That was a really good run, and then they've just kind of been jumping between. Then they went for the Death Triangle, and then they've gone for the Hollywood Blondes. Is that what they're called? 
Yeah, but... And then they've gone now recently to for Fuego del Sol and the Dark Order. That The, the Hollywood Blondes, he, it's kind of sort of re-going back to it because he... She's still the, the cheerleader yeah, girl. He, I, there is going to be something coming from that. Yeah. I can tell the building yeah. slowly on that. But I feel like I need them to have a a little bit more push, a bit yeah. more of a direction, that's all. Because watching Malachi versus Cody was like... This kind of Joker Batman thing that I really enjoyed. Again, it's like it's that. Um, it's a bit Undertaker Mankind. Yeah, going going back to our last episode when uh, I was talking about tag teams and uh, John Moxley and Brian Danielson, mm. how it's still in its infancy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's like it's, it's one of them. That it's one of yeah, because I've seen a few matches with the. Well, when it was Tommy End and Brody King in like again Ring of Honor, and it's just really good. The chemistry team was just like big bruiser and uh, martial arts guy, just really good matches. So I like how I feel like this is the the House of Black is full now. Maybe they might bring the girl in, mm. but I feel like this is it. Yeah. And I like how they know everyone learns from NWO when yeah. to shut the fucking door. <laughs> and uh, f- for me. Uh, Dark Order as well. I feel Dark Order is like a bit of a joke. It's that big. Dark Order is had its moment. It did its job. Yeah. It's now just kind of like fan service in the sense that you can't get rid of Evil Udo and or Number Ten or any of them. That's what I mean. I love. I I, I literally scream at the telly. Johnny Hungy when he comes out. I fucking love him. Yeah. He's he's but they all seem from from what it was. See, because. I started watching AW after Brody passed. Mm. It, I feel like the 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 too much of a comedy comedy act now compared to com- uh, to be called the Dark Order. I know, but I feel like when they were the if you go back and watch the original when yeah. they were the Dark Order, it doesn't work as serious because I I actually don't know really why they did it, but it it, it comes off as as ridiculous as in WWE when they have the zombies invade. Did you see that? Mm. You're not familiar with this? So sometime over lockdown, there was a match with... Oh, oh no, was it through lockdown? It was through lockdown. On, with, uh... Yeah, with all the TV screens. And one oh, of the I matches... Bet, I bet, you know... <sighs> it's got, I think it was... It was either Alexa... <laughs> you just hear... Uh, all these zombies uh... came out and started attacking the people who were wrestling and... The commentators even say, Michael Cole's like, the zombies coming in. COVID zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, talk about bad taste. (laughs) The corpses of COVID. Yeah. But for some reason, like, apparently in the WWE universe, zombies exist. And yeah, they came out and did that. And it kind of comes across like that in this, we are so dark and evil, it's actually ridiculous. Yeah. And... Evil. That's whole, why they brought in Brody. The whole Alexa, Alexa Bliss as uh, Sister Abigail. As the Avatar, yeah. yeah. It's a bit like that. It might have been that. But Brody was brought in because they they realised, shit, we fucked it up. We've made it too ridiculous. So Brody's brought in to be the head Indeed, of it. Yeah. And he is so ominous and serious, it kind of grounds it back to where it was. And right. then they've had a, had a dead good run. Saying that now makes it a bit more sense of, of why they are like that now, that they're just kind of a bit of mismatch. Of all these crazy shit. Yeah. Because it's kind of honouring his legacy of yeah. him, and they just keep them around. Because, yeah, I think people would be pissed off if they left. I think people... I'm pissed off. The, how, I mean, are you familiar that the Inner Circle's gone now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now you have the Jericho Appreciation Society, Society. Which I feel Jericho has done as a to go a bit full circle, full inner circle here, to go, fuck you, Cody. Because his whole thing is, we're going to be sports entertainers, not pro yeah, wrestlers. Oh, yeah, I never even thought of it. As a, and as I a, feel a, like he's gone, all right, Cody, is that what you want to be, a sports? Because didn't Vince McMahon tweet something like, why would you want to be a pro wrestler when you could come to WWE and be a sports entertainer? He tweeted something like that. I'm pretty sure someone from AEW, one of the higher-ups, went, because I want to be a fucking pro wrestler, you dickhead. Yeah. And it's like, I think Jericho has gone with that and gone, 
You know what? <laughs> this will annoy people. <laughs> yeah, and it worked. That's it. Did he came out, and there was still like people on the fence, fifty-fifty, some still cheering, and he went. I'm going to be a sports entertainer and everyone booed. Yeah, he was and like, I, yep, got it. Yeah, as usual, just yeah. plugs right into the heart of the masses, yeah, knows nice. how to rile them up. On the list. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about that whole turn was he kind of like, he scrubbed away months of story because he had had a rivalry with 2.0 and with, um, what's his name? The other one... The other member of Red Death, when he's involved, it's 2.0 and this one guy is called Red Death. And there was months of a story of hit them attacking Jericho and even hitting him with a chair and knocking him out for months. And now they've all just gone, oh, we're friends. They appreciate me because I helped them. Um, I brought them in. I did a podcast with him and I did that. And I go, yeah, but what about all that shit that just happened? I'm not saying you don't have history with them. To, to be fair, with the Jericho Appreciation Society, I'm more bothered about J.K. Hagar's ring attire. <laughs> Just the really ill-fitting sweatpants. I mean, he's always wore ill-fitting shit. But no, he, he was fine as Jack Swagger in the singlet. Like, it wasn't the best singlet, but he <laughs> looked fine and he pulled it off. That's the weirdest sentence I've ever heard. It wasn't the best singlet. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, oh, you know, it wasn't the polka dots. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It, it that's what kind of where it was going. You know, yeah. like it wasn't. But yeah, just oh, uh, fucking hell, fashion Easter over here. It wasn't the best singlet, but <laughs> <laughs> interesting to see where it goes. I have a weird feeling he's gonna mirror and take the piss out of Cody a bit. Yeah, and WWE as a whole, because Jericho is happy to burn all them bridges. That's why he did Dark Side of the fucking Ring. He doesn't mm. give a shit who he pisses off. He's just his own force now. Doesn't care. But, hey-ho. It's time to stop the damn match. Um, Thank you for listening. Um, I'm sure at the time of us releasing this, more stuff will have happened, and I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. But, yeah, thank you again for listening. Don't forget to email... uh, What's the name? What's the email? (laughs) Uh, out at 2podcast at gmail.com. Email us with uh, stuff you want to ask us, stuff you want to hear us talk about, And yeah, or just to give us thumbs up or thumbs downs. But yeah, thanks for listening. I've been Jay. I've been PK. And it's time to stop the fucking damn man.